We're very thankful today to be joined by Jake Duquette. He is with Ameren, Illinois. Specifically, he is the supervisor of natural gas public awareness. Jake, uh, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate that and giving us the opportunity to, to chat with you for a couple minutes. Let's get to know you for a moment. How long have you been working for Ameren, Illinois? I've been with Ameren for about 15 years, 14, 15 years. I started with the company back in 2008. Uh, I came to Ameren from the contract locating world and, and the subcontract world. And then I was a gas journeyman, troubleman for several years. I was a one-man truck in our Springfield office and did a lot of gas leak response and a lot of residential work and, and some commercial work as a one-man truck where we did leak investigations and uh, installations and had a lot of fun out in the field. And then I spent several years in operation safety and now I get to talk to everybody and talk about gas public awareness. So Ameren delivers natural gas to more than 800,000 customers over more than 18,000 miles of transmission and distribution pipelines. So that is a big, big network, which means that it's not uncommon, I suppose I should say, unfortunately, it's not necessarily uncommon for these gas lines to be hit by people running boring machines or people just uh, putting in a new mailbox or whatever. And so this is um, unfortunately a fairly common thing that happens, isn't it? It is. Um and, and we've seen an increase over the last couple of years, not just in in damages to our facilities, but just in uh, digging in general. You know, when, when we got hit with the pandemic, uh, brought everybody home and, and you saw a huge increase in home projects. You know, we talk about how the cost material and everything's increased in supply and demand right now, the issues we're seeing. But it really ties into every people were doing a lot more work at home, a lot more projects. And, you know, we're putting in fences, we're replacing mailboxes, we're, we're pouring new concrete patios and, and decks and, and whatever. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're seeing a big increase in just the projects being done, which that trickles down to, we're seeing way more locate requests coming through, uh, through the, through the one call system, eight one one. Um, and, and, you know, Julie's the acronym we use for our one call system in Illinois. And with increased digging, increased projects, unfortunately, we're seeing an increase in, in damage to our facilities, for sure. And how dangerous is it for someone to hit a natural gas line? I mean, what's the worst possible scenario? Uh, the worst possible scenario is uh e- either having an ignition to that hit line, that blowing gas, you know, because when they hit the hit our facilities, whether it's, you know, some of our lines are plastic, some are steel, they hit our facilities and that it creates that uncontrolled blowing of gas. We can't control it until we get it shut down, either via squeezing the plastic pipe or turning valves uh, to shut down that blowing gas. But if we have an ignition of that, you know, which is really really likely i mean there's a really good opportunity for that because there's a lot of static that's generated in that blowing gas um so ignition is one of our biggest concerns and then also if we have blowing gas event maybe it's blowing underground and finds a conduit finds a 
a pathway to get inside a structure, then we're really concerned about migration and buildup of gas inside a structure, whether it be a house or a building. And, and, uh, and that can cause an explosion if it builds up inside a structure and it finds that ignition source in, in source inside, whether it be a stove, a pilot light, something cause of that explosion of that, that structure, then, you know, the game changes, you know, we, we've got debris, we've got people that might be in the area. So explosion, ignition, those are our two biggest primary concerns. And I don't think we, uh, you know, we, we have some folks that just don't understand how severe, how likely that can, that can actually happen. Yes. And I think that uh, we see in the news from time to time, um, one of these houses that uh, do explode, oftentimes somebody is away on a vacation or uh, something like this happens, and then that very scenario unfolds. And the reason it doesn't happen more often is because people are familiar with, I think, most people at this point, the very nasty rotten egg scent that is injected into Ameren's natural gas. Uh, talk about, you know, what people should do if they smell a gas leak yeah that's a good question and 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 we do we add that that odor it's a very distinctive very pungent odor right you know the rotten eggs is what we all relate it to uh and i I think you're right i think a lot of folks are getting familiar with that they understand that when they smell that that rotten odor that hey I i do have a gas leak you know um, you know, I, I don't. I, I mean to interrupt here because it just jumped into my mind. Is it a um, not sought after job to have to handle whatever that is that is injected into the lines? I would hate to have the job every day of just dealing with whatever it, whatever it is that smells so terrible. <laughs> uh, no, I, I wouldn't say it's a uh, not sought after job. I, I think it's it's. It, as long as you handle it with care, uh, you follow some basic principles and, and um, you know, your due diligence, it's, it's really a, a very safe and simple product to handle. What is it exactly? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a chemical called mercaptan, and, and mercaptan is a liquid, and it's got a very high expansion rate. And, and what we do is, is we add... Uh, we add the mercaptan to to the natural gas. So when we, we purchase our gas off of the market, we purchase it from our transmission companies. And when when it's when natural gas is transported from the source, you know, say down in the Gulf of Mexico, down down in that area of Texas, when it, when it's transported across country, it's actually not odorized. Natural gas is odorless. It doesn't have a color. Doesn't have a taste or anything. And when we pick it up from our transmission companies at, at our, our gate stations, that's when we add the odor to it. And the odor, it, like I said, it's just a liquid. It, you know, it's it's not toxic. It's not harmful or dangerous. It's just it's it's a foul-smelling chemical that we add to the natural gas. That way, people can smell the gas. You know, once we start delivering it to our customers, we want them to be able to smell it. And we, we add it at a rate to where it's readily detectable well, well below the flammable limit, you know, that way we know that we can smell the gas well before it becomes really hazardous, you know. So uh, so it's not it's it's nothing to be afraid of. It's something to act on is, is what I say. We're talking with Jake Duquette today from Ameren, Illinois. He's the supervisor of natural gas public awareness. So back to the question that I asked before I chase the rabbit. Um, what should people <laughs> do if 
they smell a gas leak? Uh, so what we ask folks to do and our customers with Amron, Illinois, is if you smell gas, you smell that, that pungent odor, uh, very distinctive, is we want you to, to get out of the structure quickly and safely as 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 fast as you can. You know, get out of the house, the, the building, whatever, whatever structure you're in. Uh, don't touch any light switches. Don't touch, you know, anything that you don't need to. Just leave your belongings and get out safely. And the reason we say don't touch light switches, don't try not to touch doorknobs unnecessarily or anything is we're worried about static. We, we don't want a static um, spark or static charge from shuffling across the room because we're wanting to get out of that building before we have any ignition sources. And we want you to get out as quickly as you can and call Amron and like call 911 if it's something outside, you know, and get the proper authorities coming. Um, we work with our first responders every day. And we work really well with them, but uh, get out, get to a safe area, call Amron, let us get somebody dispatched over there and, and investigate and check out what we got going on. You know, I think this is the time of the year over the last month that people begin to relight those gas logs that have become very popular in people's homes. I haven't heard of, you know, lots of issues with those, but I suppose that it's, you know, important that people do the proper maintenance on those gas logs because that is one primary source of um, gas that you know isn't necessarily on all the time like a furnace may be or, or more like a gas stove might be yeah yeah we and that's that's probably the first step of uh, keeping yourself safe you know outside of smelling and reacting to uh to, to the smell of natural gas is have our appliances inspected. You're absolutely right. You know, furnaces, gas logs, uh, space heaters, uh, any of those those appliances, we're not using them every year, right? We use them about a couple months out of the year, maybe four four months out of the year we use those, those heating appliances. Um, so if we think about they haven't been used for probably the last, you know, anywhere from six to eight months, They've been sitting there idle, and now everybody's getting ready to kick them back on, get the heat going because it's getting chilly out. We had a good cold spell this past week. Um, but, yeah, it, it's we really have your appliances inspected every year. You know, have, have a qualified technician come in, check them out, operate them. They're going to look for proper operation, make sure everything's getting okay. Because um, those are the issues we see this time of year, firing them back up. We're concerned with carbon monoxide events. We're worried about gas leaks starting back up. So that's the first step. Have your appliances inspected. And then if you smell anything after that, definitely give us a call. Again, we're visiting today with Jake Duquette from Ameren, Illinois. We're highlighting the need to be safe when it comes to natural gas and things that need to be done if you would smell a natural gas leak. Uh, is the right number to call if you smell a natural gas leak, 911? It can be. It can be. Uh, I always recommend call both. Call 911. You know, gets gets the fire department out there quickly. And, and again, we work with our fire departments as much as we can. Um, we, we do a lot of training with our fire departments in our area. But you can call 911. You can call our 800 number 800-755-5000 and calling our, our 800 number 
does the same thing, puts you at the top of the queue, gives you highest priority to get to report that gas leak. And we'll dispatch our, our field reps, our, our one-man trucks, as, as quickly as we can. And our average response time is actually 22 minutes across the state. You know, So we get there pretty quick. And we'll investigate everything inside and outside the house and figure out what we got going on. Fire department, same way. If you call 911, they'll dispatch fire departments. We train with our fire departments to call us when they get sent out there as well. We have a really good partnership with our first responders. Jake, anything else we need to mention today about uh, gas, natural gas safety as we come into the winter months? Um, a good a good thing to discuss real quick is again carbon monoxide. Uh, that's the other the other side of what we see a lot of times during the winter time is kicking these heating appliances back on is we have some carbon monoxide events across the state um, a good rule of thumb is when you when natural gas burns it burns clean it has a crisp blue flame either on the stove or if you can see the flames in your furnace they should have that really nice crisp blue flame and and we tell folks that if you don't see that, if it's orange, if it's yellow, if it's got a lot of speckling or sparkling in the flame, uh, that can be a warning sign for carbon monoxide. Not always, but it can be. You know, we just ask folks, say, hey, if you don't see that crisp blue flame, trigger on that and give us a call and let's come check it out or call your qualified HVAC technician and let them come inspect those appliances for you. You know, that's a good rule of thumb to look at. Um with that, just stay safe, have an inspective. If you think you smell gas, give us a call. And if you're outside doing a project, call 811 before you dig. Excellent. Jake, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Have a great afternoon and a great weekend. Thanks for having us on.